This podcast was first broadcast on Fresh FM, the top of the South community access radio station. For more information on Fresh FM, as well as links to other great local podcasts, go on our website freshfm.net or download the accessmedia.nz app.
Well, good evening. This is Totally Wired on Fresh FM, uh, and it's uh, August the eighth, Sunday, twenty twenty-one. Well, we're going to be spending some time in nineteen seventy-three, aren't we, Jack? Yes, we are. And you want to give us a bit of a taste of what we've got oh, coming up? Okay. I, actually, I was thinking about nineteen seventy-three, and I don't really know anything about it. Really, it's like a nothing year for mm. me. Well, we'll cover a lot of the events of this year, but I want to start off with um, uh, my personal favourite event of this year. Your personal favourite? Yes. Okay. So I'm intrigued. Jim Castor. Okay. Representative of Texas proposed it become a crime to commit a violent crime without providing notice to the intended victim. Oh, like so I, I'm going to shoot you? Yeah, but you have you, you So have, if you say I'm going to shoot you it's okay? Is that? Uh, yeah, well, I I I wrote down some of the um uh, some some of the uh, legislation. Right. So it says that the notice required by this article may be either oral or in writing. Ah, send them a letter first. Yeah, so you can send them a letter. Yeah, I'm going to punch you tomorrow. Yeah, so you can avoid that criminal charge. And shall be sufficient if it is delivered at least 24 hours prior to the committed and the time and place it is to be committed. Uh, Yeah, if you give a bit of notice, it's okay, isn't it? At least the person can... You'll still get charged for the violent crime you commit, but you won't get an additional crime on top of it. Right, okay. Delivery shall be sufficient unless the person knows that the intended victim is a minor... Or ah. is incapable of resisting it as a result of mental disease or defect, in which the event, the, in which event the notice shall be delivered to the intended victim's parent or guardian. Superb! I love that. This is this I've, is. I've got a no- I've got a note from my parents. Yes, this say. was proposed legislation in an American state. Right. It didn't get through, did it? No, it was rejected. This is Texas, isn't it? Yep. Um, also, Jim Castor was a Democrat of El Paso. Okay. Um, it reminds me of kind of like a we- the westerns where. You know, they say, oh, noon tomorrow, you know, they're going to have a gunfight. Uh-huh. You know, and I always thought I'd be the one, I, you know, if they said that to me, I'd be like on my horse and off before they could do it. You yeah, know? fair enough. Because they've given me fair warning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I could be cowardly and, and head for the hills. Yeah. It's probably best. And oh. that would deter crime, apparently. And here's the last bit I want to read out. Yeah. An offence under this article is punishable in addition to the punishment for the crime actually committed by the highest punishment for the crime actually committed. <laughs> Say that again? Because I, I lost that completely. An offence under this article is punishable, is punishable in addition to the punishment for the crime actually committed by the highest punishment for the act of crime actually committed. Right. That's the legislation. Yeah. I'm not surprised it didn't get through, really. Mm. No, thank you, Jack. Uh, this, this is just a bit of serendipity again. This, song, this song's called Saturday Night's All Right for Fighting. As long as you give them notice on the Friday. Oh, yes. Yeah, Elton John.
was Elton John uh, and when he was good he used to be good Jack Elton John mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, th- yeah that was pretty good yeah yeah Saturday Night's Alright for Fighting I didn't know he did rock and roll yeah his his, his early 70s stuff's very good hmm, okay. yeah 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 very good and the first track I played tonight was uh, the incredible bongo band Oh. If you want to know, Apache mm-hmm. from the album Bongo Rock. In case anyone's sitting at right. home thinking, oh, I really want to get that album. The incredible Bongo Band. Yes, yeah, a terrible name, but really quite good as mm, good music. I don't think simple names are that bad. No, probably not. No. Yeah, yeah. So, 1973. Yeah. A lot of films released this year. Okay. Well, um, a lot of films well, released every some year. Some significant films uh, released this yeah, year. Okay. Yeah. Um, the Exorcist is the first um, horror f- um, film that is a horror film. That will top the sales for 1973. Mm. So that shows a big sort of change in America's sort of, um, I guess, tastes and mm. their values because the only horror film that ever got anywhere close to the top was Psycho in 1960. And that's not really a horror film. It's more of a thriller. I'd yeah, say. Yeah, with, with some, some thriller scary, with horror elements. scary moments in it. Yeah. Yes. Um, but then The Exorcist, Exorcist comes out and um, it sort of makes horror sort of accepted Mm-hmm. at least in film uh, The Godfather then wins Best Ch- Picture but that is the top f- selling film of 1972 and that um, sort of defines the gangster genre mm-hmm. and uh, that also changes um, sort of America's ch- taste for films as well yeah okay because um, I mean there were some graphic scenes in The Godfather especially with uh, yes. the horse for, for example yeah. yes um, some people might not have seen it Jack so Hmm. We don't want to spoil it for them. The horse. Okay, sure. Just say the horse. Yeah, that's all I'll say. That's why it's, I said it's, it's a yeah. very, very good scene. Hmm. Um, so, are you saying that? I mean, it, it, perhaps it was a, a time when films were becoming more violent and explicit. After the Vietnam War, and after seeing perhaps all of the destruction on TV, because from right. that perhaps it um, desensitized people to um, violence. Perhaps that was a contributing factor. The uh, availability of television. Could have been, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. So Maybe. people needed more more violent scenes to, you know, excite or or entertain them or something. Mm. After seeing that, I wouldn't I, exactly I, I buy know. that. I mean, I mean, there's lots of cultural reasons why films are, mm. are, are are like that, aren't there? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then also American graffiti premiere premieres, mm. and this was actually a nostalgia film of the early '60s and um, about teen culture in California. Yes. Which yes. um, sounds pretty nice. Uh, it was praised by critics, earned two Golden Globe wins, and um, it was directed by this up-and-coming rookie director called uh, George Lucas. Yes. Um, it's probably going to be his biggest film, honestly, though, and he's probably never going to top it. But um, I just wanted to add that in. Yeah. Yeah. You think he's, he might he might do something better? You don't think so? Oh, no, I don't think so. You can't no. top that, can you? American Graffiti will be his, George Lucas's greatest work, and we'll, we won't <laughs> see anything else in the future from him. <laughs> Interesting, because it was it was a kind of nostalgia film, you know, that, you know, yeah. you know, and like it was it was only like twenty years ago that that the fifties happened, and then suddenly you get this nostalgia thing. Well, sixties. And funny enough, I just tell you something. I was I was driving somewhere, and I don't know where it was. I've got a clue, but but when I was a like like when I was younger, a long time mm-hmm. ago, I was yeah. I used to see like sixties nights, you know. And you know, like in the local town hall, they have a sixties night, and uh-huh. people would dress up in their sixties gear and that kind of stuff. And this happened in the seventies. Well, probably in the eighties, you'd see sixties nights. Eighties, okay. And then, and then, obviously, in the and then you'd see seventies nights, and then eighties nights. And the other day, I saw a nineties <laughs> night. Yeah. How about that? Of course, yes. Well, I, I know it's going to happen, but it made me feel quite old. But you know, I mean, I mean, a, 
is it going to be like Nirvana and stuff? I mean, yeah, all kind of grunge people. Yeah, but people in their forties, kind of. Yeah, people in their forties who getting down to lived in the nineties. Yeah, you know, grunge and rap and stuff. I mean, mm. how's how's it going to be? Uh, I feel, but I want to go. I feel a bit. And I don't. I don't know what the nineties clothes were like. I can't remember. Uh, uh, you know, I don't know. The I'm fashion of the American Northwest actually defined nineties. Um, fashion check, like at least check, check shirts and jeans yeah check yeah. shirts jeans uh, massive sort of woolly sort of sweaters right and beanies with holes in them uh, yeah yeah sort of torn apart not really yeah. fully yeah. there yeah um, I think 90s fashion is quite interesting you have also um, supermodels that will also like stick thin and yeah um, kind of like would be smoking cigarettes and yes. that that was also quite popular at least in like higher fashion I think right but then you also you had grunge fashion and yeah yeah, yeah. On the subject of fashion, I just want to apologise to any hippies that I might have insulted last week. I, I suggested that hippies don't wash, didn't I, or something? Do you remember uh, that? Yes, I think you did, yeah. Yeah, I want to say sorry, because uh, there are probably hippies who wash. Ah, and right. if I upset anyone, then I'll just say sorry now. Okay. I'm not going to apologise for the Volkswagen Beetle I was talking about, by the way. Because oh, when you put okay. your foot down, it doesn't have any poke. It doesn't move. Mm-hmm. And I'll just say that. Anyway. Do you want to go to a 90s night? You were born in the 90s, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Like music I wouldn't <laughs> know. <laughs> I wouldn't know what it was like. No, no. I don't remember it either, really. Anyway, thanks, Jack. Uh, this is Stevie Wonder. Keep on 
Oh, Stevie Wonder and Higher Ground from the album Inner Visions. I don't want to sound like a grumpy old curmudgeon, but the problem with these, these nights, these 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s nights, is it's middle-aged people dressed up in clothes they shouldn't be wearing, dancing to music they shouldn't be dancing to. Hmm. And that's all I'm going to say on the matter. The matter's closed. Don't say any more. I don't know if I'd ever want to attend a 2010s night or a 2000s night when I'm much older. No. Exactly, that's my, my point. But people have fun, and that's the main thing. Yeah, yeah, but, they do, you know, yeah. And, that's, and good luck to them. I encourage fun, uh, but... Um, hmm. It's not something you want to indulge in. It would maybe not be something I would find fun. Yeah. Hmm. Fair enough. I think you should just enjoy the decade that uh, you're currently in. It's the best yeah, way I, to I, I agree. Yeah. live life, live in yeah. the moment. Yeah. Oh, uh, but not listen selfishly. To, listen to, no, that's right. Listen to old music and watch old movies, of course. Hmm, yeah. But not and trying to relive those days, you know. Why those, you know, films are much better than the ones nowadays to your own kids and to the young, to the yeah. youth, and you can explain exactly why they're wrong, why their stuff is going to age terribly. Yeah, that's what I do, is it? Mm. Oh, no, 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 no. no, no I don't do that. You don't do that, no. no that's something that I hope to do one day. You hope to do, do you? <laughs> <laughs> mm. You hope to say it was better in my day. Yeah. I remember when it was, you know. I, I used to, like, think that old music was way better, but actually going into... um much later into the 2010s, I found a lot of good music that's been coming out. And um, now yeah. I just think there's good music always comes out and it's the same it, with it, all art. It does, doesn't it? You yeah. just have to find it. Yeah, exactly. Your generation might, there might be some stuff that is like unique to your generation, but yeah, uh, every generation has good art. Of course. Mm. Yeah, you're quite right. But sometimes I think um, the good art might be not as easily noticeable in other um, generations so perhaps for the 60s it's really obvious um, well uh, it's it's often in retrospect that we recognise the good art isn't it mm. but then also like the 60s 10 years were. later or something you know it's like oh that was really but there was stuff in the 60s that you know when we did the, the shows in the 60s mm. there was music we played that wasn't recognised as good at the time yeah you know yes and, that's and true look back too, and say, oh, yeah. that, was, that was so amazing yeah, it was like, like wait that was inspirational really good. yeah yeah we have to remember that too yeah yeah yeah. Anyway, let's go to 1973, shall we? Mm. Yeah, sure. Bad clothes. And what else happened? Uh, the Battle of the Sexes. The Battle uh, of the Sexes? Yes, this was a tennis match uh -huh. uh, between Billie Jean King and Bobby Riggs. Bobby Riggs is this um, tennis veteran. He's 55 years old. Yeah. And he goes up against Billie Jean King, Jean King, who is 29 years old. Yes. Who has won 10 Grand Slam titles. So that's actually extremely impressive. But uh, Mr. Wicks has been considered the best tennis player in the world at one point. I've never heard of him. Hmm. But um, they play a match. Everyone is watching. This is apparently the most watched tennis match in history. 90 million people watch wow. it. And uh, she beats him 6-4, 6-3, and then 6-3 through three sets. Nice straight sets. Hmm. Slaughtered him. Yep. And uh, King expressed her relief, saying that she was worried losing it would have set women back. Oh, sure, sure. Yeah, I guess so. Mm -hmm. he, was, I, he was 55. Yeah. You know, that's like almost my age. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, no, but still, still, I mean, you know. Actually, in the context good, of the period, if that makes sense, yeah. Right. So, so it was built as this kind of like man versus woman kind I of. I guess so, and there was a lot of media coverage. Can a woman beat a man at pressure. tennis? Is that possible? Yeah. Those kind of things, you know what I mean? <gasps> you know, heavens Maybe. above. Oh, could yeah. that happen? Uh, <laughs> that's. But that's, oh, a bit, that that's a bit what it was like in the 70s, I think, probably. I, I think I understand now more, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Isn't that funny? Oh, yeah. yeah. All right. 
Oh she and she also took up home a uh, hundred thousand dollars. Which is uh, way more than um you think. Because That's a lot in those days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. yeah, yeah okay. very nice. Yeah. Mm. Good on her. All right. Thank you, Jack. Uh, this is Paul McCartney and Wings.
That's Paul McCartney and Wings and Band on the Run. It's kind of like seven songs in one, wasn't it? Uh, yeah. Just kept changing the thing. Changed. Um, it went from one song to another. Yeah, and another one after that. Probably. Mm. Mm. I don't know why I like that so much. I really like that song. Anyway, it's a good song. Mm. Uh, so I did the um, math, and uh, Billie Jean King can, in 1973... Uh, buy a lot of stuff with her $100,000 prize. What can she buy? Uh, she could buy three new houses. Three houses? Yeah. Of course, yeah. Uh, yeah, prob- yeah. But she probably couldn't, you know, support the tax on those houses. Right. Uh, ten regular houses, so yeah. already um, on the market. Uh, then she could also buy uh, 280,000 Morton's TV dinners. Okay. Yeah, so... They're probably disgusting. Just putting them out. Yeah, they don't sound that nice. No. I wouldn't want to buy a TV dinner called Morton's. Um, no. no offense to the Morton's TV dinners. Maybe it's they might be out okay, but by now. they are only thirty-six cents of each. Uh, <laughs> Two hundred and fifty thousand gallons of gas. So yeah, um, she's you know set for life unless um, gas prices go up. Yeah. Have you got a calculator there? Uh, no, I did this. I did this uh, on paper. Did you? Yeah. Like long division. Long, long multiplication. Oh, no, in, my, in my head. But, in your uh, head? Yeah, sure. Wow. I've forgotten how to actually, you know, uh, write out the working the working right. out, which is probably actually one of the most important parts of math, isn't it? Explain uh, how you get to yeah, certain numbers. Yeah, I think it is how, how you do the calculation yeah. rather than the, the end result. And well, uh, my, not right now, because you're getting My final result. statistics is you could buy uh, 4,800,000 media megs. Thank you, Jack. You're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> Tell me something else that happened in 1973, apart from Billy Jean buying four million eggs. Well, okay, so you've heard of Watergate. Um, yeah, we Nixon, talked about, he, talked about he's it last in hot week. water, and yeah. ooh, we don't know what's going to happen yet. But everyone forgets about this disaster Spyro Agnew. Ah. That's a really crazy name, isn't it? It is a good name. It's a good name. He's the vice president of the United States. Yeah. And uh, he resigns in October of 1973. Why does he do that? He's been, uh, he's dealing with charges of tax evasion and receiving bribes prior to his resignation. Ah. Yeah. So he pleaded no contest to the criminal charges, was fined and given probation, and then he was replaced by Gerald Ford. Ah. And uh, whoever this... Perhaps a future president. Sorry? Perhaps a future president. Mm, Yeah, maybe. But I don't, yeah, he's... (laughs) So Spiragin just like, just combusted completely. Yeah. It's pretty interesting also the so, timing so, of so it. So Richard Nixon's like really struggling a bit and then yeah. his vice president's just like, see ya. Yep. You know, <laughs> I've, I've been I've been doing money. all this money. Yeah. I've had yeah. all this money sort of drama yeah. behind the scenes. I'm going to go now. I feel a bit sorry for Nixon now. It'd be, it'd be like, oh, thanks mate. You know, yeah. I really needed your support now. This you second just, term isn't going too well no, for him. that's right. Mm. Oh, that's, that's kind of sad really. Well, not really, but a bit. A little bit sad. <laughs> okay. Richard Nixon. You I don't feel sorry sad. for him. No, I do feel a bit sorry for him okay. now that his, his running mate and vice president kind of you know, combusted like that. Yeah. Yeah, shame. All right. Thank you, Jack. This is the Isley Brothers.
the Isley Brothers and that lady. Uh, it's kind of the roots of disco almost, isn't it? Mm. Getting a bit close to kind of disco music. Anyway, you've regaled us of tales of Billie Jean King and her egg purchases. What was, uh, it, what was happening yep. else around? I mean, the Vietnam War was almost... Is it almost over? Uh, they had these peace accords in January. Uh, yeah. They signed... The, um, Viet- North Vietnam, South Vietnam, Viet Cong and the United States all signed an agreement ending the war and restoring peace in Vietnam and uh, they're going to have a ceasefire and then all the US forces are going to withdraw and then move all of US bases yeah. and it mandates that you know they're going to have a eventual peaceful reunification of Vietnam and a uh, spoiler alert that doesn't happen right. and one Vietnam is going to dominate the other and yeah. uh, conquer them yes. and that's going to happen yeah. soon uh, yeah uh, then you also have the Yom Kippur War happen. Uh, it's the fourth and largest Arab-Israeli conflict between mm-hmm. Sy- Egypt and Syria. And they try to attack Israel. Yeah. It goes for two weeks and five days, so much longer than the Six-Day War, but... Um, it's still not long. Again, ends in Israeli victory. And yeah, it's still a pretty short war. Uh, and then after that, the Arab members of the Organization of Petroleum Exporting Countries, OPEC, decide uh, they'll just restrict crude oil to countries that supported Israel. And it causes the price of oil to increase by 200%. Yeah, yeah, petrol, yep. went, petrol prices went through the roof. It I mean. skyrocketed. Yeah. And it had then a big effect on, on, on the global economy and all sorts of It caused stuff. a global recession. Yeah, yeah it did, yeah. yeah. That's right. Yeah. Which is, um, it just shows how much uh, the modern world became so dependent on oil. Yeah. And the countries that provide it. Yes, yes, true, true. Hmm. Uh, then also... Uh, there was petrol shortage and stuff. The people should queue up and they rationed petrol in some places. You could only buy a gallon of petrol or something. I see. I don't know what a gallon is these days in litres, but anyway, I can't do the conversion. No, I don't know. It was, it, was, it was quite something. Americans and there. Yeah. yeah. Um, Roe versus Wade gets um, passed. It makes abortion a US constitutional right. Yeah. It happens on January the 2nd, yes. 22nd. Happens in 1973, and uh, the Wounded Knee incident, where um, Native Americans protest in South Dakota, and uh, they protest um, the American government's sort of really bad cover- coverage of um, broken treaties uh-huh. with the Na- Native Americans. Yeah. Occupation lasts for 73 di- 71 days. Um, they actually um, take a few hostages. Um, they exchange regular gunfire, but eventually the group surrenders, and government officials agreed to start investigations and um you sort of see more i guess the um, plight of the native americans gets uh, enters the conscious of the world more yeah they get, it the gets years. treated a bit more seriously doesn't it yes it does yeah that's right yeah all right well thank you jack uh, that was the roots of disco this might be the roots of uh, punk new york dolls <laughs>
Carly Simon, of course, um, you're so vain. Uh, written about um, like Mick Jagger or something like that, I think. Mm, it was written about Mick Jagger? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, oh dear, oh dear. Yeah, just like his, just uh, exposing his kind of philandering <laughs> kind of, you know, womanising kind of ways. But it might not it's be Mick Jagger, it might be someone else, I mean, but someone like, you know, like a, a, big, uh. a big star. And she wrote that's that. kind of embarrassing to have somebody yeah, make a song it's like a big hit as well you're so vain <laughs> I bet you think this song's about you <laughs> oh. well, it's very good it's very good that's a good line yeah it, it is yeah yeah and before that the New York, New York Dolls and Personality Crisis mm, mm. that's a good title good they're a good band they used to kind of uh, dress up in high heels and makeup and women's clothes and stuff yeah. I see they were a good band good band mm. yeah and uh, punky Oh, ob- yeah, obviously, obviously. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Influenced stuff a lot. Before the Ramones. Before the Ramones, that's right. Mm. Yeah. Um, when did the Ramones uh, come? A couple of years, Jack. A couple of years, okay. Yeah, sure. Mm. Uh, you I look forward to that, are you? Uh, Everyone no. loves the Ramones, don't they? I see. It, I see people. I'm, just I'm actually not a Ramones fan, <laughs> aren't you? I just mentioned them because I know that they're quite influ- influential in American punk yeah, music. Yeah, I see a lot of people with Ramones T-shirts on. Uh huh. You know, yeah, and and like you, I wasn't. You know, I really like them, but I'm not like wow, the Ramones. But mm, you know, yeah. uh, anyway, mm. I like their song. Um, I don't want to be sedated. Yeah, especially the music video where they're just sitting at a table, just really sluggish, like sloths, and yes, and everyone else is zooming about in the background, yeah, going to and fro. Yes, it's a good music video. Very good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think it came out before MTV uh, was a thing. Possibly. I oh well, well, the song came out before MTV. Yeah, yeah. 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 So, even better. Mm. Um, I don't have much add to, um, more to add to nineteen uh, eight, uh, seventy-three. You uh, serious? We've got like next week as well. Uh, yeah, but nothing um, else happened. I just went through the big events quickly. Uh, oh, did you? All right. 
there's all for New Zealand. Um, Britain joins the Air European Economic Community. That's going to have economic impact. Uh, there's an oil shock in New Zealand. Um, a what, an oil what? what? Oil shock. Um, oh, okay. Because uh, of oil prices. Because yeah, 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 New so Zealand needs uh, war oil. Um, yeah. yeah. Um, crude oil. That's the correct term. Yeah. Uh, and then. Kirk, um, Norman Kirk, the Prime Minister, cancels the 1973 Springbok tour uh -huh. because he fears yes. the greatest eruption of violence this country has ever known. Yes, yes. Over well, a rugby his, tour. That was pretty, um, yeah, yeah, pretty good prediction, really, mm. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. so uh, that, that was a good call, actually, I'd say. Yeah, yeah. All right. And well, then um, Nixon, Richard Nixon tells the nation in the Watergate hearings, I am not a crook. I am not a crook. That's mm -hmm. the greatest phrase ever isn't it yeah i love that mm. all right well thank you jack um we'll say good night then because uh, we've got one more song to play so pink floyd releases the dark side of the moon which is probably one of the best albums of the 70s yeah for people who like that sort of stuff and mm. uh, we'll play a song from that so uh join us next week we'll be back in 1973 with nothing to talk about so we'll just make things up uh yes we'll make yeah. our own facts up about 1973 well let's do that yeah yeah sure. do some more maths all right have a good week everyone good night good night
Thanks to New Zealand On Air for making this podcast available by funding the Access Media Project. Other great podcasts from Fresh FM are available through the accessmedia.nz app or our website freshfm.net.